and welcome to another episode of The Empty Parlor. This is episode 33. I am one of your hosts, Matt Lamb. And I'm the other host, Jeff Lynch. And today, we promised it, and you know what we're going to do? We're bringing it to you. It is time for Mortal Cryptid Combat. Fuck yeah, in the Coliseum. Fight. Hopefully we won't get fucking copyright stricken for that. <laughs> it did, I think it barely came through. You only got a couple of notes, but that was the Mortal Kombat theme going on in the background. Yeah. We're not. We and don't we're have talking enough. over it. So I mean, like, really, we're even better. Like, we can call that fucking. You know, we're beating algorithms left and right. Exactly. Like the fact that you actually were saying stuff over it might have saved us. Fight. Yeah. Dude. Hell yes. All right. And today we got. The- I think we got a couple matchups for everybody. You're fucking right, and I kept these secret from Matt this entire he did. previous he podcast. Really did. And I'm pumped for this, dude. So first off, in the Coliseum, it's gonna be flying in. It's the Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch? I don't even know what that is. Dude, let's let's talk about the Bat Squatch real quick. We'll get to the we'll get to the competitor here in a minute. But the Bat Squatch is a flying cryptid that was allegedly sighted near Mount St. Helens in the nineteen eighties. The fucking Bat Squatch is what caused the Mount St. Helens eruption, dude. Yo, what? I made that up, but that's that's coming in. That's in our lore right now. <laughs> Hell so, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, the, can. the description of the Bat Squatch is, this creature was said to have yellow eyes, a wolf-like muzzle, blue fur, sharp teeth, bird-like feet, and leathery bat wings that span up to 50 feet. Okay, let's shrink this motherfucker down a little bit. Let's just say maybe 15 all right, it says 50. We're changing that to 15 feet. This fucker's not that goddamn big. That's not fair. Yeah, so, we said no kaiju, so. Yeah, no kaiju. That, that fucker's getting real Japanese. So, going <laughs> f- <laughs> getting 15 feet. So, in addition, Bat Squatch is said to be 9 feet. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, that's definitely, that's sus, dude. Okay, so they said the Bat Squatch is said to be 9 feet tall. 9 feet tall, 50-foot fucking long yeah, wings, fuck? bro. That's, Come well, on, I mean, dog. I mean, Four, 25 feet, 20. Let's just say, let's give him two feet on the, let's give him three feet on the midsection, right? So that's like almost 20, 25 feet wide wings each side. Come on, dog. Nine feet tall. I'll give Bullshit. him a, I'll give him an eight feet. I'll give him an 18 foot wingspan. That seems, or not 18. Uh, yeah. 18 feet. Cause like, I would say that having three feet on my fucking, yeah. Having wings as tall as like, as, or as wide. Yeah. Wings as tall as you are. Like that makes sense. Like an 18 foot wingspan that checks out or like 20 feet even. Let's go 20 foot like, wingspan. Yeah. You know, just to compensate for his back muscles. Right. He's fucking jacked, clearly. So, fit, all right, 20 foot wingspan. Nine feet tall, 20 feet wings, twenty foot wingspan. Jacked. He's got like a six pack, dude. <laughs> he's got huge, like, Thor like pecs. This fucker's ripped, dude. Uh, and again, he's got a wolf like muzzle, blue fur. It's blue motherfucker running around. I'm saying, I'm thinking like electric blue. I'm thinking like the color of electric lemonade Kool Aid. Hell this yeah. This guy's super blue. Shout out to last week fucking right for that dude. reference for any for any true fans know our kool-aid references yeah and that happened like two hours ago <laughs> for us yeah, for us <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's also got bird-like feet so i'm thinking is it bird-like or hawk-like is this like pigeon feet or is it <laughs> he's got pigeon <laughs> he's got, feet he's got little tiny pigeon feet all right we gotta we gotta like balance this out a little bit and he makes so, a sick ipa apparently <laughs> what yeah, oh dude, fucking... from rogue huh yeah, Rogue fucking makes. Is it wait? Rogue makes the Ranger, the Voodoo Ranger, don't they? I believe so. They're a big, uh, big company. They're not independently brewed anymore, so I don't drink that stuff anymore. Oh no, disappointing. Yeah, I believe so. I actually let me look that up just to make sure I'm not talking shit against Rogue Brewing. Yeah, because uh, the Bat Squatch beer has tropical 
It's apparently tropical and citrus notes are well. Hey, you know what? It says it's not bitter, so maybe I would like this one. It's yeah, a it's hazy a good beer. India pale ale. It's tropical and citrusy with no bitterness and no pine and a little bit of malt. It's good, man. I've had it before. Really? Has, you've had bad scotch beer? Yeah, but I didn't put two and two together until, Hell <laughs> until yeah. you fucking brought it up. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. All right. So we got you know fucking Basquatch who has his own beer. He's, I take that back. I think, I think Rogue Ales is independent. I don't know if they have been bought up by uh, by any of that Anheuser-Busch, any of that bullshit. Fuck yeah, dude. Who owns? Shout out to fucking Rogue. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, Rogue, I'm going to have to buy some bat squatch beer from you, dude. I might actually yeah, have, I might to have to pick to it up too. tonight. Yeah, just, uh, just to honor this podcast episode, the myth of the bat squatch coming at you. So, all right, let's go back to this because I think we're going to have Sorry, a I, did, I had to, I had to, no, I had to drop sure. that, little, that little note because it, it seemed Hell important. Yeah. Now, we got to clear it up. Rogue Brewing, still kosher, still good. Still kosher <laughs> They're so independent. Bat squatch makes a dope IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boys. So... This guy's jacked as fuck, but his his one thing is that he's got little tiny pigeon feet. That's the only bad thing. Little t- tiny little pigeon feet because they don't <laughs> yeah, got, they don't they don't determine what kind of bird feet he has. <laughs> yeah, he's got bird feet. Tiny little baby baby not baby, baby bird feet. <laughs> got tiny little baby bird feet. <laughs> so then this brings us in. Actually, we'll we'll go into the side like settings of it. Just give like the lore of this thing so it makes sense and we can like build upon like what happens within our Mortal Kombat fight zone. So, sightings. April 1994. Brian Canfield was driving on uh, in Washington's Pierce County when his truck suddenly died. Canfield said a large creature behind landed in front of his car. And he said it was a human like 9 foot tall thing with bat wings. So, th- where's the 50 feet coming at? Like that'd be insane. Something drops in front of your car nine feet tall, fifty foot wings. Fuck, that'd be that's unreal. Either way, so he said it's it's uh it's sporting a blue coat, and ever since then he's not been <laughs> whatever, dude. He's not been able to go back on that road. Shut up. So never been a seen second, again. Yeah, a second some a second possible sighting was reported in two thousand nine near Mount Shasta. Shasta is that where the that drink comes from? Fuck yeah, no, dude. It, it comes Shasta. direct instead of uh, spring water. It just fucking. It's just so big. Shasta. <laughs> so in Mount Shasta in California, several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings spanning 50 feet. Whatever. They saw a dragon, dude. So that's where the 50 foot comes out of. Just these people that are like, I saw a bat squatch, 50 feet, 50 foot wingspan. We all know it's 20 feet, guys. They're exaggerating. So they saw this uh, leathery, this giant creature with leathery wings 20 feet wide flow out of a crevice in the mountain. At first, an eyewitness described the creature as having a head similar to a pterodactyl. However, upon reconsideration, the witness claimed it was more akin to a bat or a fox. Yeah, because they're making up the fucking cryptid. Whatever, dude, this is real. So the bat squatch comes out of the fucking mountain, dude. 20-foot wingspan. People saw it. Nine, nine people saw it. They're like, what the fuck, bro? On June 11th, Phoenix Tierra's... This is a pseudonym for this guy. So this guy's afraid. He's like, the bat squatch is going to come for me if I use my real name, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pseudonym to escape fucking bat, squ- bat squatch persecution, dude. He's fucking dude, dude. in it. He's in the Bat Squatch Witness Relocation Program. <laughs> <laughs> the Cryptid Protection Program? Yes. <laughs> Dude, but the quick, Cryptid the, Witness Protection. <laughs> but the Cryptid Witness Protection Program is, is actually like the new cult awareness network, which is actually controlled by Scientology. So the, the Cryptid <laughs> Relocation Program is controlled by cryptids. <laughs> Hell yes. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a crazy thing. The a new uh, new cult awareness network. They fucking this network that's like no new cults can exist is cr- is controlled by Scientology. <laughs> Fun Hell fact for yes. you. Yeah. So all right. So this guy's relocated. You know, he's using a pseudonym. He's super scared. 
But he was in his yard walking his dog. When he went to pick up the dog, he saw that something saw something in the sky. And this is what he quote, he's quoted to say: "I saw something flying in the sky. It had bat wings, blue fur, and had a face similar to eyes glowing red. What? A face had a face similar to eyes glowing red. A face similar to eyes glowing red. All right, that guy. I don't know if we could. I don't know if this guy's too credible. It was about nine feet tall at least. And after I watched, it just flew away." And on October 14th, 2014, an archbishop from a a high school in Akron, Ohio. So this is Archbishop Hoban. A second period Spanish class spotted a giant. Oh, wait. At. Oh, never mind. I read that wrong. On April 14th, 2014, at this high school called Archbishop Hoban. Which is a high school. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this is an archbishop me. teaching high school. I'm like, that's, yeah. a, fucking de- that's <laughs> a fucking demotion if I've ever heard one. <laughs> that's what gave me pause. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Who knows, man? They you know, they, they do their mercenary work in other countries. I mean, it's not. Mercenary it's not work? Yeah, isn't that what they call it? They go out and Missionary they- <laughs> work. <laughs> Missionary. <laughs> Dude, they're out killing you know, people, the- bro. This <laughs> is the Spanish fucking- archbishop Hoban with his fucking <laughs> katana. <laughs> fucking... Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new cryptid in and of itself. Fucking mercenary bishop. <laughs> mercenary bishops from Akron. <laughs> dude, that sounds like the dopest fucking B movie from the eighties ever. Hell, hell yeah, it does, dude. Oh my god. We'll have to keep that in the back of our minds, like anytime hell that to the fuck <laughs> yes. Uh Archbishop Hoban. <laughs> Mercenary from Akron. Can't even say it. That's a new cryptid. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. All right. That's in the books. All right. So at that high school, (laughs) named after the revolutionary missionary, (laughs) (laughs) our new favorite cryptid. Fuck yeah. Uh, So a second period Spanish class spotted a giant black mass zip by the window of the classroom at an incredible speed. The class claims that it was about nine feet tall with a 20 to 30 foot wingspan. See, they, they know what's going yeah, on. See, they, yeah, exactly. I mean, but are they, they doing bobo math? Like Bobo math, for sure. This thing is, they said it zipped by. They said zip and then at an incredible speed. Come on, dog. If a dog zips by you, can you tell me how big that dog is? I mean, if it's zipping, it's, is it going to have its wings all the way out? I don't know if I can. Oh, I don't know if I that can sounds like a dive these. bomb. That sounds yeah, like it was dive bombing. Wait, so, I mean, can we really believe... That it has, you know, like this wingspan seems a little sus. It's not going to fly by full speed with its wings all the way out. Hmm. So I think we're should still go with like eighteen feet. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think, I think we're right. I think that we're right on it. But I don't know, man. These these fucking high schoolers clearly didn't go to fucking Thomas Francis, you know, pre 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 university. Yeah, they did not. They they did not attend Travis Francis or Thomas Francis, and they did not take the cryptid spatial awareness class. That's, that's <laughs> cryptid spatial awareness. <laughs> that didn't actually happen. So so that that's the bat squatch. The bat squatch is this jacked jacked fucking bat wolf hybrid with twenty foot wingspan with a twenty foot wingspan and blue fur and tiny little pigeon feet. And big old claw hands. So the claws, I'd say it has big old, like, proportionate, like, big claw hands. So it's got, like, I would say, like, wolf, wolverine hands. Like, not wolverine from the Xbox comic. I, no, not wolverine. It'd be, like, um, the werewolf hands. I'd say it's got, like, something you, like, you know, halfway between human and bat and <laughs> wolf. <laughs> I'd say that's his hands. So that's a bat squatch. So here's how it ties into the opponent. The Bat Squatch is said to be nine feet tall and has the ability to affect car engines. This is possibly a misunderstood sighting of Mothman. Oh, Mothman 
is the opponent. Oh, Bat shit. Squatch. Mouthman versus Bat Squatch. This is a fucking... Fuck. Yeah. Woo! This is a fucking fight Banger for the right god. Here. Dude, this is... Dude. We have this a, is a lot good, of work this to is do a, here. This is fucking the Khabib versus McGregor fight right here, dude. Goddamn right. And one of them's... I don't know. Well, one of them was outmatched the entire time, so I don't know if that's a good example. That's that's a fair point. I just mean like nobody knew. <laughs> this about is more Khabib like Canelo Alvarez fucking... versus Triple G. I'm I'm dropping that I, one right there. I'm just saying like it's it's the Khabib versus McGregor fight because not too many people knew about Khabib, but like hmm. everybody knew McGregor. So I mean, holy like, shit. Okay, I got you there for sure. Because yeah. like Dude. you know everybody knows Mothman. I didn't even I like I am I'm a cryptid guy, and even I didn't know Bat Squatch existed. And they even have a beer named after it and stuff. Yeah, man. fucking, which is, that's insane that this dude has a beer. Mothman don't have no beer. I don't know. Let's look that up, dude. Mothman oh, yeah. beer. Moth- Mothman beer. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll measure the merit. Uh, they do have a Mothman Oh, it does beer. have a beer. Oh, shit. Well, now we got to fucking, dude. So we got to go beer a, advocate and see which oh, one's better. Oh, it's a black ale. This is a. It, so Mothman got an 87. So what does Bat Squatch get? All right. Bat Squatch. Beer, beer advocate. What is it coming in at? Bat Squatch Hazy IPA coming in at 89. Holy Ooh. shit. Their stats. It's 87 to 89. Yeah, we okay. got to do the tail of the tape for, for, on the beer here. What's the ABV <laughs> of both here? Oh, they're the exact same. Yo, so they're, ABV got, 6. they're, they're matched in strength. They are matched in strength. And the Bat Squatch I, or the Mothman IPA comes in at an average of 3.87. And the Bat Squatch IPA comes in at an average of 3.97, giving them an uh, giving Ooh. the Mothman 87 for very good. And the Bat Squatch coming in at 89 is very good. So these are very evenly ma- matched both in beer and encrypted strength. So, goddamn, that's amazing how that lined up like that. They have the exact same. IP- Dude, how amazing would it be if there are just uh, breweries out there that are making like cryptid beers and we just don't even know about it? And we can match up the beers against each other and the cryptids against each other in the Coliseum. Well, I mean, of course, Bigfoot has a beer. Yeah, and that one is probably the Bigfoot beer is like one of my favorites. It's like, uh, oh, this Sasquatch IPA? No, no uh, this was just a Bigfoot from Sierra Nevada. Bigfoot that, barley wine style ale. That's a good beer. But there's I mean, a fuck. I can't remember. Oh what damn, it's that's called. a nine point six. <laughs> fuck. Bigfoot stout is stout. There's a stout out there. That's I think Great Divide. Great Divide. Yeti stout. Yeah. Yeti stout. Yeah, Yeti. Yeti is fucking good, man. It's so man, good. All these cryptids got fucking. Or does Chupacabra have a fucking beer? Let's. I bet, dude. The Yeti. Yeti is gonna be hard to Chupacabra beat. Chupacabra beer. It is auto filled for me, man. Holy shit. Oh, it's a brewing company. It's not a beer. Well, what's their flagship beer? We'll go with that one. Let's see, Chupacabra Rolls Beer. Let's see. Hold on. It's from Salado, Texas. Holy shit. This is a really interesting angle that this went down. Or Avenue yeah, went now down. We, like. Now we have some, like, stats that we can kind of, yeah. like. <laughs> Dude, the Yeti. Bro, you got. Bro, I bet they're. Oh, my fucking God. If there's a Cyber cyber Yeti or Cyber Sasquatch beer. Cyber Yeti. Uh, like, it's the Yeti that it's the it's it's Bigfoot that had his dick regrown, <laughs> or no, he put his dick on a robot and it's cyber yeah. cyber Bigfoot. It's like it's like RoboCop, but the only part of him they could save was his dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's got to be like a Mecca Bigfoot or something like that. There's got to be something. Mecca Bigfoot. I don't know. Well, all right, yeah. That's this is getting this is lulling right now. But either yeah, so way. Yeah, it's, we, yeah, we, we have, have, to go back we have to the beer fucking, stats. 
yeah, we we have so we have our beer tail of the tape for our yeah. <laughs> for our bat squatch versus Mothman, and man, it is it is close. I think that right now, based on these stats, it is anybody's game. It truly is. I mean, Mothman. You all right? Yeah. So I did the ta- I did the uh, description of bat squatch. So let's just. I think everybody, well, anybody that's a true listener has listened to our Mothman episode. But let's just like fill people in who's not who haven't been listening. And you know, obviously, if we're going to describe bat squatch, we need to describe Mothman before we go into the actual fight. So let's let's hear it. So like, uh, I have the wiki pulled up here, but you know, you have additional information as well. Alrighty. So Mothman is by and large, you could probably figure it out. What seems to be part man, part moth. Uh, I don't see. I'm trying to find. <laughs> Here's a description: Mothman, part man, part man, part moth. <laughs> Hopefully that helps. However, I'm, try, I'm trying to find like I'm trying to find a good like because I was not prepared for a because I you know because Jeff dropped this on me just now so I, I wasn't <laughs> able to pull up my information so I got to do this on the fly here. But sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. It's all good because that, that I am so into. That. I was that that reveal had me fucking excited. All right, Fuck cool. Yeah. All right. So Jeff gave me some info here. All right, all right. What do we got? The uh, description. Cryptic wiki. Here? That's what I use for the bat squatch. Fucking perfect. All righty. Bipedal winged humanoid. So he also has wings. He's only got a wingspan of about ten to fifteen feet or more. So he has a smaller mm, so wingspan. He's also seven feet tall, coming in oh. at a little bit shorter. So he's got he's a little bit smaller than the Bat Squatch. Just smaller in stature and in wingspan. So that, that but makes sense. He has the ability to fly over a hundred miles per hour. Fuck is that zipping speed? <laughs> that might be zipping speed, but it says <laughs> it's you can fly fucking fast. So now, we could say Mothman's probably a little faster than he's probably, Bat Squatch. He's, you know, he's got a little bit of speed, you know, fucking uh you know, Batsquatch might have him in strength, but you know, Mothman's scrappy. You know, he's got, he's got that he's got the he's got them zoomies. You know, he's got the speed on him. Yeah. He also has, and this is what might give Mothman the advantage here: glowing red eyes. What what are the eyes going to do? In a so one witness who saw the face clearly could only say that the details were horrible and monstrous, and she had terrible nightmares and nearly oh. suffered a nervous breakdown. Holy so Mothman shit. has the Mental psychological warfare. warfare. Like, he, you know, in that table. brain blast. You know, with, exactly, dude. I mean, when these fighters, you know, they're getting up to, like, touch gloves, Mothman's just going to fucking look at him, and, you know, he's going to shake. He's, he's going to be able to shake down Bat Squatch, even if he's a little bit smaller. You know, he's got that confidence. Yeah. I, and, you know, another thing is their like mouth styles because the bat squatch has like a wolf mouth, but the mothman has mandibles. Yes. He's got, the, he's got a fucking moth mouth, man. Yeah. That's, that's in and of itself. Fucking a big, a big question mark. What is more effective? Like an upscaled version of an insect mouth. I'm, I'm thinking I'm leaning towards the insect mouth compared to a wolf. Yeah. I mean, insect mouth is, I mean that's an unsettling mouth to look at too, and it's not as—it's probably not as easy to break. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I guess. Does a uh, Mothman have an exoskeleton? Ooh, that's tough because moths—I mean, do moths have exoskeletons? I don't know much about moths. I think they do. Yeah. The hell's a pterosaur? Because here's the thing—it's like uh, a pterodactyl, but huge. There is a speculative, a neurog, I don't know how you fucking pronounce that. An anurog, 
A N U R O G N A T H I D pterosaur has also been a claim made by certain people. However, it remains normal, fun, and speculative zoology. Now, I actually uh, read a tiny bit about this earlier um, because I was reading about the Ahuli, <laughs> which is another giant bat. But um, people back in the 20s, like before we really discovered ancient dinosaurs and dated it back to how like far back we knew dinosaurs existed, the creationists were making up cryptids and saying that dino- like any sort of like monster bones that you find are just like they already exist. So it was like people defending the Bible by like making being like, no, pterosaurs are still flying around. And that, that's that's where this uh, urban legend comes from. So that's a little fun fact for you. Interesting. So the Enuragnathidae is a Extinct. small family of pterosaurs. Hmm. So it's probably still pretty big, right? I thought pterosaurs are usually massive. Maybe that's just like yeah, a I mean, it's yeah, it's a, it. so it's uh, well, because yeah, it's it it lived in Europe, Asia, and possibly North America during the Jurassic and Cretaceous periods. That's a long fucking so, time ago. <laughs> yeah. So that but was. But like, here's the thing. Yeah. What if? So here's this. I mean, and you know, I'm I'm about to drop a fucking theory, you know, and that I think that might have some fucking. What if cryptids follow Highlander rules? God damn. What if there can only be one? <laughs> and that's and they just live fucking forever. That's why there's fucking Nessie. There's why there's fucking Mothman. There's why there's fucking Bigfoot. It's these creatures that are the ultimate fucking fighters of their own species. Oh my god! And that is why we have the Mortal Kombat Coliseum because this is they the need ultimate to fight. cryptid fighter champion. Ultimate fucking cryptid tournament. Fuck yeah! Ult- the UFC. Yeah. The ultimate Fuck. fucking cryptid. <laughs> yes. Can can you be the ultimate cryptid? This, dude, we need Joe Rogan in on this. Oh! <laughs> he heard him! <laughs> Beautiful see, left hand. See, see, we got Joe Rogan fucking beat. You know, people are, you know, we got, we got weird science. We and got the fucking, UFC. We are fighting. We, we've clearly, we, you know, we've, we've, we got UFC. And as me and Jeff have clearly stated in their past fucking podcast, we are martial arts experts. <laughs> we are experts. At all things yeah. martial arts. <laughs> so we are the only people, the only people. I mean, we have multiple PhDs. We are the only people on <laughs> planet Earth qualified to determine the outcomes of the fucking ultimate fucking cryptid tournament. Yeah, we're, we are the authority here. We made it up. It's ours. And we're taking over. It's UFC is going to be rebranded. It's going to be like the WWF. We're just going to fucking last Thursday as these motherfuckers and just forge a bunch of documents and just be like, we've been the <laughs> ultimate, fight, <laughs> ultimate fight encrypted <laughs> for for a hundred years. This has been this has existed for a millennia. So you need to change your name, yeah. UFC. Just fucking, the UFC just never thought to copyright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we come in like, actually. Mm-hmm. Dude, just like WWF, man, World Wildlife, World Wildlife Foundation. They're like, get the fuck out of our realm. You guys are maniacs. So go change your name. WWE pops up. No, and I, you know it's gonna be the same thing. P- UFC is gonna be uh, understood as being the ultimate. It's ultimate fight encrypted, right? Is that what we said? I said ultimate fucking encrypted, but ultimate, ultimate fight fucking encrypted. <laughs> ultimate fucking encrypted. Yeah, that's we're taking it. Ulti- UFC is now the ultimate fucking encrypted, and it's the ultimate and, fucking encrypted. And it started out in the Coliseum between the Fresno Walker and Bigfoot. And there was a legendary battle. It, was. it happened I mean, way before Royce Gracie ever showed up. Exactly. And Bigfoot barely pulled it out. I mean, we thought that, you know, like, that's the thing with the ultimate fucking cryptid tournament is you mm-hmm. think that, you know, but the problem is 
You don't because shit's, shit gets wheel. Shit gets wheel. Shit gets wild and real, a.k.a. wheel. <laughs> Beer, give me my words back. Hell yeah. It gets so wild and real. And you know what? We have stats based on beer. So what the yeah, fuck dude, does UFC got... have? Reach and statistics? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we got beer statistics, which is way better. Yeah. We, All we right. Have... <laughs> Man, we, to... I thought that we would get, you know, maybe two in. But, I mean, really, this is th- – we need a whole episode for this fight. Yeah, this that's, is dude, important. The, the other one was a pretty basic one, but I thought that one could could have might have, like, went off in a bunch of different directions. So I saved that one just, just in case. Just in case. Yeah. I mean, we are only about halfway through, so we might be able to pull it off. But, I mean, this one is – we this haven't even is, gotten to the fight yet. We haven't even talked dude, about yeah, their abilities. We haven't. We don't even know shit about these guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you dropped this on me, I was like, "God damn! Like, this is <laughs> this is big. This is huge." Fuck yeah, dude! You got to start it out with like big fights to get people interested, man. Yeah, then man. You, this is yeah. <clears throat> then you pull out Mecha Bigfoot and shit gets fucking popping off for the main event. Yeah, I say like, I mean, when we when we had Bigfoot versus the Fresno Walker, I was like, all right, like. Let's see what happens. And then fucking to our fucking shock and surprise, it was not a blowout. It was not a blowout by any means. That's a valiant it, it, battle. It, I mean, that, that was a fucking Forrest Griffin versus fucking, oh, who was, who was the other guy? <laughs> Forrest Griffin Fuck. and Stefan Bonner, dude, just fucking yeah. throwing hands. Fucking, you know, just really showing who was fucking there. They're showing who the ultimate fucking cryptid really was. Exactly. Boom. Ultimate fucking cryptid. <laughs> yeah. For goddamn sure, that's amazingly fitting. I don't know if you realize it, but it's like that's the fight that thought that put the UFC on the fucking map. Yeah, no, that's that, yeah. that was like that was because uh, the, the ultimate they had that uh, the ultimate fighter yep. uh, show, and that was the only one where they gave the like both of the fighters uh, contracts because normally yeah. they were gonna do like because I think they that, that wasn't the first season, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was the first season because <laughs> I I know that the the. Uh, the, the victory prize was a UFC contract. It was. But, yeah. like, that was such a powerful fight that they gave them both contracts eventually yeah. because I'm, they were I'm, like, holy shit, like, this is, like, we can't just only give one of you because, goddamn, you both put on the fight of the fucking century. Like, and they both, like, as soon as the fight was over, like, they fucking fell and embraced. Like, it showed that it was true sportsmanship. And that is what we're here for. And this is not a deathmatch coliseum. This is just determining... The ultimate fucking cryptid. The, the ultimate fucking cryptid. And you know in the Stephen Bonner and Forrest Griffin fight, Stephen Bonner stomped his dick off. Forrest Griffin does not have a dick anymore. He threw it in the stands. Okay, he kicked it 100 <laughs> yards. Dude, it was just, it was almost like a play-by-play. If you want to go back and, you know, I think uh, Forrest Griffin, no, but Stephen Bonner threw a couple bicycle kicks. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was a banger of a fight. <laughs> so let's go to Mothman versus Bat, Bat, or Bat Squatch. I almost called it Batman. <laughs> Batman. Batman versus Moth Squatch. Yeah, no, it's Ma- Mothman. Man, maybe if this goes on long enough, then it, if we get to that point, maybe we got to consider stopping. If we get to <laughs> Batman Hold on. versus is Moth, Moth Squatch, Squatch real? Moth Squatch is not real. Just as a heads up. Holy shit! That okay? That we'll keep that on the back burner too, bud. <laughs> yeah, so we can do Batman versus Moth Squatch. <laughs> fuck yeah! I mean, we can make up whatever the fuck we want about Moth Squatch. Hell too. yeah, dude! Moth Squatches are cryptid. Yes, we you have the Central Iowa Centaur, the <laughs> farting fucking monks. <laughs> yes, Himalayas. the yes, the the the, <laughs> the ass master monks of the Himalayas or whatever we call them. And then we have the arch, the archbishop, <laughs> archbishop of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, archbishop Odin, mercenary of, of Ohio. Come and now, Moth Squatch, dude. The fucking empty parlor, 
Dude, we're creators, we, man. We, we're 33 episodes in, and we have four cryptids. What the fuck is everyone else doing? Not making cryptids. They need to get their shit together, man. The fucking Empty Parlor creative universe is goddamn amazing. EPCU, buddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The only fucking one that matters. <laughs> All right. Back at it. Bat Squatch, Mothman. All right, so how does it start now? Both, they're both clearly right. flying in, right? Or does Ingrid, oh, yeah, no, or does dude, Ingrid they're, Cold they're... show up and turn into Mothman? So it's almost like like a badass like walk-in scene, Mortal Kombat style, where Bat Squatch flies in. And there's just guys like standing there, and he just transforms into Mothman. I mean, I f- yeah, you know, I mean, I think either. I mean, it just depends on how you want to interpret it. I think he either shows up as Indrid Cold or yeah. Indrid Cold is his, like, corner master, his corner guy. Does, in- does Indrid Cold get to help out? Because we got to consider this balancing act here because, like... Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. Indrid Cold is integral. So I think that Indrid Cold might... I mean, Indrid Cold might have, you know, trained Mothman to be a fighter. That's the thing, is we don't know if Indrid Cold is just his alter ego or if Indrid Cold is also, you know, if he's a coach for this tournament. So what 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 would be because are you thinking of doing like maybe Mothman's special ability to, is to do like uh, always have a tag team partner so it's like ba- well, uh, like Bat Squatch has whatever ability. ability. Well, remember it's like uh, Sasquatch or Bigfoot. He had the flamethrower because that's his his origin story is that he burns down the forest and saves the animals to be the hero, but he's actually burning everything down because he's a piece of shit. And he's controlled by aliens, you know. And then the uh, Fresno Walker walks like a goofy fuck because he's wearing a ton and a half worth of weighted gear. Piccolo style, so like. But I mean, Mothman has his glowing eyes. I don't know if that's just a feature of who he is, or I think if, that's a if feature. That is, I think he just oh, brain man. blast. Yeah, I think brain oh, blasting fuck, people. He might just. I don't know. Then I mean, if we're if we're going that if we're going that route, I think right off the bat, Mothman has the advantage right now. Think so? He's like, got the, he's got the brain blast, and I mean, if we're not counting his brain blast as his special talent, and injured cold is his like, you know, his special feature. I mean, he's got a lot going for him because that brain blast is probably pretty powerful. Yeah, but I'm thinking that that bat squatch has the power to manipulate lava because he fucking erupted Mount St. Helens and that, and that was an oh, explosive. Fuck, that's true. Yeah, Shit, he has dude. the power to change climate. Oh man, that is. But I mean, can it, I mean it? Just, it really it just depends on who's striking first here because you know that's got to be. I mean, that's that's got that. Of course, that you know his his brain blast is Mothman's first move. I mean, that's, that's movement number one. I mean, I feel like you got to, you, I feel like it should take up a little bit of charge time. Cause it's not, I don't think you should just be able to willy nilly start brain blasting. I feel like you got to kind of like gather your thoughts and then blast it out. Yeah, sure. He might need to, he might need to get that special gauge you yeah, know, and, raised up after a few hits. And bats, bat squatch can zip around, you know, he's got zip speed. I mean, it's not as I fast mean, as Mothman. I, I was, I was going to say like Matt, Mothman's pretty fucking speedy. He's got a hundred mile, over a hundred mile an hour speeds. Yeah. We but I mean, if we, you have to charge have up a, you got to charge brain blasts though. You got to be able to either like predict where Bat Squatch is going to go, which which brings up question of intellect, uh, which uh, that's you know Mothman might have it, but you know it's like if you got to be able to you got to be able to tether someone down or like slow him down and then hit him with a brain blast. It's true. However, Mothman may I mean it just depends on how you want to interpret it, whether he was an omen or the cause of the destruction of Silver Bridge. Let's say he caused Moth- it. Let's give him some powers. If he caused it, then, I mean, he's got some fucking, you know, he's got some, you know, destructive abilities to be able to destroy metal. So he's got that going for him. Or if we want to go the other route and he's able to, and he's an omen, he predicted the fall of Silver Bridge. 
So which means that he is psychic, which oh, would mean that he would know that fuck. fucking Yeah, dude. He's got that's the thing is Silver Bridge, no matter how you look at it, really gives Mothman some extra fucking powerful strength. Yeah, but dude, I'm just thinking like the ability to manipulate magma and just like I'm thinking he could just like summon it from the ground and like use it like a tidal wave of lava inside the Colosseum. I mean, can he do it anywhere though? I mean, did he did he do one? I mean, can he manipulate volcanoes or can this dude like? Yeah. That's the thing is, if he made it come out of a volcano, you know, that's he's got to be a, by a volcano. I mean, but if there's always lava the ground, underneath our feet, you know. There, is, I mean, but I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff going. I mean, he'd, he'd have to like create a hole in the ground. What if he can just summon? What if he has like he has like um, like Magneto esque powers where he can pull iron? And pull like the molten magma up through the ground and summon it. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, that would be that would be pretty strong if he could fucking summon. But that being said, like, how like where does that power end? I mean, can he only summon it from the ground, or can he actually like control it and throw it around? Because I mean, Mothman can fly. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Other... I'm thinking he has the ability to like lob it around and like maybe like manipulate it kind of like a like a lava bender. But it's like while he's doing that, it's not like he can run around and have a full on fight, punching like Dragon Ball Z style, and then launch a lava thing like with an extra sense. I think it's like he has to like take time and like bend well, that yeah. shit and like I was gonna say, summon I mean, it up is, with his hands. That I mean, that's gonna cause that's the thing is I mean that's gonna take a long time. If you're by yeah. a volcano, <sighs> there's lava right there. If you're just summon <coughs> summoning it from the ground up. I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, I mean, that's hundreds of miles. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Maybe you can like summon it from a nearby volcano or mountain because he's a mountain dweller per those hiking people. Right. So he's, he's hanging out in the mountains and he knows where the lava is hanging out. Cause he's like, so he's I mean, a it, hot so it depends on where the guy. fight is going down. This, oh, it's this in the might Coliseum. be a regional fight. This might be a regional fight. Well, wasn't there a, I mean, a volcano that went off near Italy? Is this going down in Italy? I thought it was in the Coliseum. Oh, this is okay. So this is happening actually in the Coliseum. Yeah, right. I thought that was the whole thing. Oh, I just thought that we were calling. Like, I didn't realize that it was actually taking place in the Coliseum. Fuck yeah, dude! I've been, I, yeah, I've okay. been thinking about this the and whole they got time. Vesuvius is like Vesuvius yeah. is not far. Yeah, I there's a bunch like. of them. So there's mountains all over, you know. So he can summon lava from I mean, the nearby then, mountains. That's probably my, like at least miles away. So like Mothman would have some time to see it coming because I mean lava is pretty bright. It is. Um, if it's flying through the air, it doesn't necessarily need to be that bright, but it could still be hot. I'm just saying, I mean, it would be bright enough to see. Like, Mothman, like, you know, I feel like Mothman would at least be able, like, I think that it, it, it would come down to the time, because I think that if, if Batsquatch can surround the battlefield and is able to fling lava around, I think he's got that. But I think that if Mothman sees the, like, sees the lava coming, he knows he's got to finish it fast. So there is a there's a volcanic there's a volcano 15 miles away from from the Coliseum. It's called Kali Albani. So oh, damn, 15 it miles. That's not far. Right. So he could summon it. So he can get it. And and also, you know, I imagine that yeah, let's just say he can let's just say he has the ability to summon this lava because where they're at and just based on the lore of this character. So All right. So I mean, how fast can you get this lava going? I'm thinking like it's he's powerful as fuck, right? He caused Mount St. Helens to explode. So he pulled that that lava and made it blast off and made what the fuck? Sorry, my cat's creeping around. The he <laughs> <laughs> he summoned that that lava and made Mount St. Helens explode. So that's pretty pretty impressive, right? 
That's pretty hmm. powerful. So, okay. So we have that established, like their kind of meta abilities. So Mothman has the ability to brain blast and Bat Squatch has the ability to, to manipulate lava. But so like wherein Bigfoot has super strength and the crazy ass fucking front kick, big ass feet stomps. And the uh, Fresno Walker had just was super fast and had insane bicycle kicks. Fucking Broly legs. Yeah. He had those fucking Broly legs. So, we have that that setup, but like, what what is Bigfoot's flamethrower to Bat Squatch? What does he got, and what does what does Mothman have? I mean, I I think that we've kind of figured out that I think that if Mothman's eyes are just part of him, then Injured Cold is absolutely, you know, his flamethrower because like okay, because and I think that Injured Cold, you know, if if he is not Mothman. You know, and I think that it, we're, we'll go ahead and say that I th- I don't personally believe that Indrid Cold is Mothman. I don't I don't buy into that. That's not my interpretation of him. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go with that. And so I think that Indrid Cold is a separate alien entity capable of controlling Mothman. So I think that Indrid Cold has two sets of eyes because you know your Mothman has two sets of eyes because he's got Indrid Cold and his special eyes. So oh. I mean, so he not only has to... the ability of foresight. Like, let's just give him like a like a couple like a move ahead foresight, so he can like activate his foresight. If like if Bat Squatch goes to throw a big right hand, he can dodge it. If he wasn't ready for yeah. it, he has the foresight to be able to get away. But then he also he has foresight, and he also has in a set of extra eyes to be able to see something that's coming at an angle which he might not be able to see with his own eyes. Exactly. And Indrid Cold. I mean, Indrid Cold might be an alien, and you know, one you don't usually just have one alien. So I mean, this might be another Bigfoot situation. Where I, he has aliens on his side, but they're they're signing they're signing up for this uh, they're signing up for this ultimate fucking cryptid. Yeah, tournament. dude, fucking both times, you know, we got Bigfoot and Mothman in both cases with alien intervention, which has proven to be in you know the combatants' favor. Let's so let's uh, let's limit Indrid Cold to just being able to limit him to the separate set of eyes and telepathy, so that he can help strategize for Mothman. And he's an alien, so he's super smart. So Mothman's got, got may seem kind of dumb at first, but he's he's got the telepathic he's got the super chip. intellect. Yeah, he's got the super intellect injured through cold. injured cold. So that's an yeah, that's an, an additional perk to Mothman. So now, so we got that going down. I think that's pretty fair. So Bat Squatch though, what's this motherfucker rocking around with? Like he's got his little pigeon feet. Hmm. So that's kind of like a that's kind of a downfall, but. What does this guy yeah, have? He's from Ohio, right? Like that seems to be about where he was from. Was from Ohio. Seems like all over the place because he like was fucking around in Oregon and Washington and California, and then he like went out east to Ohio, I guess. So, so I mean, he's pretty fast, you know. Like I'll give him that. Like he's he's, he's well traveled, so he's probably got some buddies in the audience. Because I mean, like he seems to get around. He's probably got like I think that he might have the home field advantage, you know, of having the audience be on his side in Rome because. I think he might. Oh, it just because you know, if he if he's getting around, and you know, and people are you know they're aware of a fight going down, you know, he's got more people on his side. Mothman's pretty localized. He he's only really hanging out. I mean, there is you know, there's the Midwest Mothman or whatever the fuck. To, but I mean, really for the most part, he's really only in West Virginia. I'm sure. So. Okay, so it's got to be something that like a world traveler would have, or something like that. So he have to have some sort of insight into other cultures. So maybe he'd pull something from another culture, like so it's like a weapon. So Mothman has the power of a separate set of eyes in order to evade attacks, and also has the foresight there. So like, 
Hmm. So maybe I mean, like I'm saying like the audience might be too loud in you know for but that's is that his Mothman? Like, that's his special. That's his like weapon is just being liked by people and having a loud crowd. I'm thinking well, I mean, like, like that, that. That's like a whole confidence boost, man. Like that's like you know when you, when you see people like that's why Tampa fucking kicked ass is because they were playing in Florida. Yeah. You know, it's that home field advantage. They got that, like, they got that spirit. So what is, like, Bat Squatch going to be, like, play, like, activate home field advantage and then everyone fucking starts losing their minds and starts screaming at, <gasps> maybe, okay, maybe that could be a counter to the brain blasts or something like that. Maybe That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Mothman's got a fucked up face that might scare him. <gasps> but, like, it, that home field advantage might just be, like, nah, like, I got all my fans on my side. Like, it, he might just be able to negate Mothman's eyes. Dude, do Moths, uh... Do moths use echolocation? I actually have no idea. The researchers explain the clever defense. Moth emits ultrasonic clicks that throw off bats sonar like... <gasps> Holy Oh, no! Shit. Oh, so he fucks up? Oh, dude, it's... So oh, Mothman, Mothman can fuck up Bat Squatch because Bat Squatch has bat ears and, and Bat Squatch has power of, of like ultrasonic hearing. So he can... So Bat Squatch can theoretically echolocate. But... Mothman, not only oh man, this is this is like lineup. I know that the beer stats showed that Moth that uh, Mothman was at a little bit of a disadvantage to Bat Squatch. But thinking about it further, if Mothman this... if Mothman can do those ultrasonic clicks and fuck with Bat Squatch's ears and also know what Bat Squatch is gonna do before he does it, I think this is like kind of a fucking done deal, right? I you know I think that might be that might be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. So I think how's the fight go down? Let's okay. So I think we got like home field advantage for like I guess I want to look up like how do moths hear? So like is there any uh, do moths hear? Like do they? Even though its ears are extremely simple, a pair of eardrums on the on its flank and eat that each vibrate four receptor cells. It can sense frequencies up to three hundred kilohertz, well beyond the range of any other animal, and higher than any bat can squeak. Holy fuck, Mothman is more powerful than bat ears. So he can say he can click and fuck with the bat's ears that don't don't fuck with his ears. Oh damn! But 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 but, Mothman's if 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 Mothman's ears are more sensitive, then a loud crowd might fuck with them. Okay. Yep. I'm 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 with you there. So it's like home field advantage somehow emits ultrasonic frequencies higher that of a bat. But that would only make it specifically a counter to Mothman because if he fights anybody, fights anybody else, they can't hear the home field advantage because home field advantage gets loud enough, it's also going to fuck with Bat Squatch. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Mm. So maybe Bat Squatch's home field advantage that he can direct, he can direct sound at his opponent at whatever frequency he wants. So he has the ability to manipulate sound waves to fuck with his opponent. So if he fights an opponent that doesn't have ears, he's fucked. But if it's like a dog, he can make like dog whistle noises and fuck with the dog's ears. If it's a moth, he can even higher ultrasonic frequencies to fuck with the moth's ears. Okay. But we also, I mean, we we are forgetting bats eat moths. They do. With their wolf so, mouths. Yeah, and he's got the. That's the thing is we're not factoring in the fucking wolf mouth. Yeah, well, I think that's going to come into when they start fighting. When we make up like what it's going to happen play by play, because I think like right now we're just like setting up the runway for what's going to happen, right? It's true, true, true. But I mean, I think that we needed to factor that in as well. I mean, he's got fucking, he's got wolf mouth, and and, and he and bats eat moths, and moths have exoskeletons, 
And Batsquatch clearly has a skeleton on the inside. He's got fucking lightning blue. He's got electric blue lemonade fur, bro. He's like fucking showing off. So if he gets a bite, if he if he gets his teeth on Mothman, that'll severely damage him. And if he bites him anywhere in his upper extremities, that's crushed. Exactly. And I mean, and I don't think that Mothman really has too much strength. Unless we're, again, like... They got, like, hydraulic strength, dude. If he's got, like, truly has, like, moth-like body, let's just say he does have moth-like body because we gave him an exoskeleton. He can shoot pistons for punches. With his exo- exoskeleton true, hands. Bl- he could really just, you know... Can really blast him in the fucking. So he's ribs. like a gla- he's like a glass cannon. <gasps> That's the he whole thing with cannon. Mothman. He's a glass cannon because he's got the ability of foresight, has an extra set of eyes for him. He's got a spotter. So what he can't do is get hit. So if he gets hit, he's kind of like has a low HP, but he's got a huge yeah. attack. And the oh, ability man. to brain blast. Which I still think just the the DPS output of Mothman with the factor of his fucking clicks. I think we have a winner. I, d- I think that Mothman edges this one out by that factor alone is the disorientation. Yeah. Because he also, he has the fucked up eyes and he fucks with this. Like he's hitting them from multiple senses. I'm countering with like, what if, what if, uh, so let's just say let's, it opens up like that, right? So it opens up and Mothman immediately starts brain blasting, right? Like Batsquatch wasn't fucking ready for it. He was hanging out. And Mothman hits him with a brain blast. He starts getting fucked up. But it's not over yet, though, because Batsquatch throws like some dirt in the air and gets some, gets some shit in his eyes. Mothman gets, <laughs> gets sand attacked, dude. What, what the fuck is, is a Mothman going to do? Because, yeah, he can start clicking, but he throws some dirt in his mouth. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and you can't dirt really click. Yeah, you can't really click if you have a bunch of shit in the way. So opens up. Injury Cole's like watching, watching Batsquatch. Mothman slams him with a fucking brain blast. Then Batsquatch gets his wits about his, wits about him, and he uses sand attack, one of his four attacks. <laughs> fucking moron didn't build his Pokemon right. But he hits him with a sand attack, and then flies in the air. That so hmm. so the, like, there's count there's counters to everything, right? So it's like I think Mothman should be able to do this again. But like for right now, he's in he's he's currently sand attacked. So he's like oh fuck. But he's also got injured Cole. But is it, the thing is, is that he so he, can, he currently can't use his clicks for the time being. But his brain blast, he used his brain blast, and then he's got to charge up and do another brain blast. So right now, Mothman's charging up a brain blast using Indrid Cole's fucking uh, telekinetic abilities to find where Batsquatch is flying above the Coliseum. What do you think happens next? Mm. Well, I think that by the time that happens, then, you know... Batsquatch's lava might be might be coming into play at that point. Oh shit! That's why he was a sitting duck and he got hit by the brain blast because he was wa- he was lava bending trying to get that lava to come at him from that locate from that volcano and it's currently on its way and then he gets hit with the brain blast. Shit. Okay, so the lava's on its way. What is uh what is Mothman's response to the lava blast? Well, I mean, if he's got he's got ears coming, so I mean, he knows that the lava is coming, so he's he's going hard because he knows that he's got limited time and as we said before he's got them fucking piston arms oh my so God. i think that he's going full force like you know i think he's i think he's just so he going in for the Bats kill Bats. at that point so he goes yeah, and I meets think he's going Bats right Bats in for hand-to-hand combat so at so the the lava's been in route flying like a jet zipping through the air to the coliseum bat squatch flies in the air after he gets brain blast he uses sand attack mothman flies up to attack bat squatch and 
I countered with this. Bat Squatch was thinking two steps ahead because even though Injured Cold is super smart, Bat Squatch throws the lava at Injured Cold. Oh, fuck. So Mothman's thinking it's coming at him, but he's got to fuck him now. He's got to protect his fucking ring coach. Dude, so the lava is going straight at Injured Cold right now. So, so yeah, so Mothman's got to fucking... But even then, I think that Mothman... I but, mean, if the lava is coming in, he's still like... Until the lava is coming like real close and he's realizing it, Mothman is still going full force attack, though. Well, so... I think, what if... So maybe we won't kill him off, but... So, Injured Cold is currently using telepathy to guide Mothman to Bat Squatch because he's currently sand attacked. But Correct. since he has a separate set of eyes, Injured Cold goes all fucking eyes in the back of his head and starts looking through Mothman's looking like controlling Mothman while that lava's coming. And the lava hits Injured Cold. And Mothman comes fucking flying out of the sky. But as he's flying out of the sky, the sand the sand fucking the the wind from falling down blows off of his fucking blows off of his eyes so he gets his his wits about him. But Injured Cold is injured. In, injured Cold. <laughs> Injured cold. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, injured cold is. All right, he's got he's got lava attacked. It, yeah. Mothman knows it, but he's got eyes now. So he, I mean, so if he's got his eyes back, he's got you know he has his he has his one chance to fucking brain blast again. That's that's uh. what he's got to do. Because if he if he misses opportunity to brain blast, then you know and it's now his back. I mean, he knows that that's you know that's his big move. He's got to fucking you know that that's McGregor's fucking left jab, man. He's. <laughs> It's brain blast again. So he so he goes and he looks up to Bat Squatch, who I presume is still up in the sky because he just got done lava bending that lava straight out to in, injured cold. <laughs> and then you're saying Mothman starts charging up for a brain blast. So is Bat Squatch ready for this? That's the real question. I feel like I mean I, I mean I don't know. I feel I mean you know and I, I it's it's hard to say but I feel like you know wrangling lava would probably be pretty, you know, pretty tough. You know, it's probably not just, you know, as easy as, you know, moving around. It'd probably take some, you know, mental and probably a little bit of physical exhaustion to deal with. So he's probably, you know, a little bit winded. Yeah. I mean, a bat squash is fucking jacked, but if you're bending lava, you got to be using a lot of energy up. So, okay. So, so he gets hit by the brain blast. His fucking mind is going nuts. He's fucking in the air. Then, I mean, he starts falling. Yeah, I was gonna say is he is he he's probably gonna fall, dude. Then Mothman comes with his fucking mandibles and just shears off one of Bat Squatch's wings. Bat Squatch only has one wing now. He's fucked. Oh fuck, he's fucked. But Bat Squatch, as as Mothman is biting off of his wing, Bat Squatch bites Mothman's fucking leg, dude. Rips it right off. Oh shit. Oh fuck, because I mean, you know, it is you know, bug legs aren't necessarily super attached. Yeah, rips that shit right the fuck off. But the thing is, though, is that it's like unlike mammals, and yeah, let's say bat bat squatch is a mammal. You can't uh, you can't live with a fucking busted up. Like you're gonna bleed out. But the the Mothman, I don't think I think he's fine. I think you rip that leg off, he he just flies around. He's gonna hurt, and he's yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So we got we got we got bat squatch bleeding out. After being brain blasted, he gets brain blasted. Mothman shows up, rip, starts biting on his fucking wing. He's like, "Fuck that!" Goes for the bite, bites bites Mothman's leg. But then they go into a downward 
downward like battle spiral from the air. They're spinning around. Wing fucking flies off a bat squash. They hit the ground. Fucking Mothman doesn't have a leg. He's kind of like scooting back, getting his wits about him. Bat squash is fucked up on the ground. Injured yeah, it's cold. A, bat squash is going to take fall damage because. You know, he's a mammal. He's got soft, squishy flesh. Oh, he's Moths really have fucking exoskeletons. Up. They don't take fall damage. You're fucking right, dude. So, Mothman bounces off the ground. He's, like, pretty much ready to go. Batsquatch is fucked up. He's got, like, a broken arm or something. He just fell, let's just say, 50 feet. They're bad. Yeah, he fell hard as fuck, too. Like, I mean, and without a wing to, like, really cushion that flow. Yeah, he's spun all the way down. Mothman's now, like, hovering overhead. Batsquatch is fucked up. Can barely get up. And I think the Mothman just eats his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, man. I think it's the fall. It's the fucking fall that just – it because, you know, he, he takes fall damage and Mothman doesn't. I think that's really the final equalizer. Yeah, I think – yeah, I think I think that's how it goes. So I think it starts off how we were kind of talking about like before the fight where it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be the brain blast and the clicks. And it gets countered by lava and takes out Mothman's secret weapon in Injured Cold. But it still goes into an aerial battle. And those fucking mandibles are sharp, man. Chops that wing right off. Batsquatch goes to the ground. He doesn't have the exoskeleton uh, exoskeleton insect body to be able to, to sustain the blow. Gets fucked up on the ground. Mothman just jumps on him and just consumes his brain. And it's over. It's fucking done. Fuck. <laughs> I mean... That was, oh man, that was another close one. That was a lot, like, this one was, we knew this was going to be closer. The, 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 bat, the, the Bigfoot versus the, you know, the, the Fresno Walker. <laughs> yeah. We didn't realize that was going to be close. We knew this one was going to be close, but even then, like, man, this was, it's a fucking journey. This was, this was by almost a, by a technicality of fall damage. Like that, <laughs> it, it, it was not, it, it came down to physicality and Mothman, he had he had the bouncy bones. Yeah, Batsquatch made a great tactical decision to take out Mothman's secret weapon and injured cold and take out a second set of eyes. But in doing so, he had to fly above the stadium, and Mothman capitalized on that, hit him with a brain blast, took him down, broke his fucking bones, and ate his head. So I mean, like, it, I think that was a great fight, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it was it was definitely it was definitely it was tough because I mean, Batsquatch is. Badass, fucking super badass, dude. I I was trying to think of like halfway, like I was trying to think of a way to incorporate his, his little pigeon feet, but I I, I couldn't think of yeah, any way. I mean, I just think that like his little pigeon feet weren't gonna be much of a help at all. Is the problem? Yeah, I was thinking about somehow like maybe he burns his little pigeon feet off because he like stepped on some lava or something. But then they were just <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> little pigeon feet are just like ah oh, shit, fucking hot. Oh, dude, that's such like a fun goofy writing exercise. <laughs> that was a blast, and I'm. I'm glad that it resolved in a way that I think that it's hard to disagree with. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. I knew that you really wanted Mothman to win because you love Mothman. <laughs> but I, I, honestly, the whole time I wanted you were Bat Squash to win. <laughs> I wanted Bat Squash to win. <laughs> no, there was part. There was points when I was like, "Man, Bat Squash might fucking have it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, it's not how it worked out, and it made complete sense because it's like I completely understand Bat Squash's. Uh, tactics. I mean, because I made them up, but <laughs> <laughs> but really, you fly above the stadium in order to get that nice arc on that lava and create a distraction, so injured cold wouldn't know 
that you're going to be shooting lava at him. But, you know, now for the sanctity of the ultimate fucking cryptid tournament, uh, Injured Cold is still okay. He's got burnt up a little bit, but he was out of commission for that, that part of the fight. But he's he'll, he'll be back if we ever bring back Mothman against another cryptid. So that team is still back in full force. Still viable. So right now, yeah, right now we have the first round was Sasquatch who won against the Fresno Walker via foot stomp, crushing bodies, but he did lose a dick. Uh, and <laughs> he did lose his dick. But the aliens have it on their ship, and they uh, are like in the process of recreating uh, a RoboCop version of Sasquatch with a real dick. <laughs> Use the DNA. <laughs> And then dick not ass, <laughs> and our clearly the one that we just talked about the bat bat squatch versus Mothman battle came out with Mothman coming out on top and getting to feast on Bat Squatch's brains, but not after but not after he lost a leg, uh, he's gonna have to come back with some sort of like cybernetic leg next fight because Bat Squatch ripped his ripped Mothman's leg off, so he's gonna get a, have to get a leg somehow, but you know he's better off than Bigfoot. Bigfoot lost his whole dick. <laughs> Bigfoot lost his whole day. He got stomped off and kicked a hundred yards. <laughs> Fucking goddamn man, tough break. But I think that we can, yeah, we can safely say this was not an easy choice. This was not a blowout victory by any means. This was tooth and nail that came down to physics. Yeah, it came down to strategy and physics, and it just came down to uh, insects. You can throw an insect on the ground, but you can't throw a kitten on the ground and expect it not to die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking bat squatch, man. You almost had it, but man. unfortunately, you lost out due to an exoskeleton. Valiant battle, dude. You know what my dream is, even though we just started uh, started up this series? If we can make every one of these battles as fun and like wild as we've been making these last two, somebody makes like a comic book out of this stuff. It, dude, hell to the fuck yes. Dude, be incredible. We'd probably have to change the name because UFC would probably get butthurt about it, but I mean, we could try <laughs> to fight fucking for it. <laughs> Yeah. And I Mortal Kombat might be a little pissed too if we call it the ultimate ultimate cryptid. Or no, Mortal Cryptid Combat. Mortal <laughs> Cryptid. Yeah. Well, if if this really gets rolling and we if we decide to make a comic book about this, then we'll definitely change the name up a little bit. But I love this. This is so fun for me. This was a fucking blast. Hell yeah, dude. Alrighty. Now lead us out. Well, like I said, I got to lead us out because A, I have food coming and we are just under an hour, so we really nailed it. Fucking right. Alrighty. So make sure you go on over to punandgame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and of course, my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as Returning Classics, Things About Stuff, and No Rational Thought, as well as my two archived podcasts, The Grove and Monster Jamboree, and of course, you know it, you love it, dropping every Tuesday. The Empty Parlor with myself and Mr. Jeff Lynch. Also, make sure you check out my Lamb Like the Animal YouTube channel, where I drop comedy advice and lifestyle vlogs. And also, be sure to check out the Empty Parlor Teespring, a.k.a. the Pun and Game Teespring, where Empty Parlor merch is now available, so you can show everybody your cool, secret, underground podcast before we get super big and famous, and you can be like, I was fucking there. Hell yeah, you want to be part of this. Hell to the fuck yes. (laughs) And I don't, I don't have anything. Uh, as always, go to Iowa Pepper Company on Instagram. Look for our sauce drops. Make hot sauce. It's super dope. And uh, that's all I got, man. I loved this. Hell this yeah. was a great time. Fuck yeah. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Peace.